Yes, sir. The trifecta, huh? Matt Benavides. Matthew Thomas Michael Gregory. Ooh, the you. man with four names. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeet! <clears throat> um, all right, so a uh, little less than 24 hours till the 2021 NFL draft. Yep. Until the day that uh, I go crazy and lose my mind and curse <laughs> the name that is Howie Roseman. Um, okay. But for now, we're gonna stay positive, right? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm negative. I don't have a, I don't have a pick this year. The yeah, Texans, yeah. Texans yeah, looking well, pretty rough in this one. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for us. But this is, like you said, this is gonna be an exciting draft. Just due to the fact there's a lot of buzz, especially around the QB areas. I feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So we obviously there was a big trade today. So we'll talk about that before. You want to talk about it before we oh. get into the draft? Or do you want to just do it as we approach? actually? If you want to, I, I wanted to talk about okay before this. I I mentioned it to you guys before. Okay. My proposition to the NFL. Uh, okay. And they better be listening. All teams, the entire NFL, the, the the whole league. Like, let's just say, take it back a month. Okay. Okay. Even the beginning of April. Any trades that happen in April, do <laughs> don't don't post them out. Don't do anything. Don't Wait till it. the day of the NFL draft, and you would have some fireworks. <laughs> oh my gosh, they'd be like, "Oh, like it would, yeah. it would make for great TV." You'd be like, "Oh my god, the teams are just turning, and like, there's just, I can't believe they did this today." No, it was done months ago. But like, could you imagine the Miami San Francisco trade, or Miami trading back, and the Eagles trading, and you have all these picks that have already been traded, you know, a month ago, yeah. but they have, they happen the day of. Then you have Sam Darnold trade. Oh yeah, that would you be have, a, that'd be a lot you have to take in. Ryan Finley day. going to the Texans. The biggest <laughs> move huh? the offseason. You have the Orlando Brown trade. But the thing is, like, I think that's awesome. That would be cool. But with the league as league prone as the NFL, there's no way that you could pull that off. No, but it would be cool. There's it too would... many Shefters. And, yeah, you know what I mean. Lingering yeah. around that. Well, I mean, look at there's look no up. way. Can he not leave like that? You'd let that information sit for like a month. I feel like no some way. of some of those trades can make it. I mean, look at the the NBA trade that deadline deadline. You know, some of those trades are probably yeah, some of them are at the last minute, but some of them are probably done like a week or two ago. And yeah. I feel like those do a good job. They always leak the day of, and that's why like, hey, the NBA is dynamite. Like, oh my god, it's everybody's flipping, and the NFL. I feel like if they did that, man, you would really get that extra audience bump, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see that. But that's just my two cents. <laughs> I like it. All right, so what do we got? All right, so um, like I, the, my, well, that was my question was, do we want to talk about the big trade that happened today? Uh, quarterbacks, or do you want to talk about it when we get to said pick? Uh, let's talk about it. Let's go ahead. All right, so the big news today was that Teddy Bridgewater gets traded to the Denver Broncos for yeah. a sixth-round pick. Hate it. <laughs> Now, obviously, um, Denver needed a quarterback, and there was, you know, yeah. were they high enough that they could draft a quarterback? I don't think a lot of people had to take Michael Parsons at linebacker. They just have so many other needs there. The good thing is they keep their first-round pick, right? Yeah. Um, but now they have 
a quarterback. I think the quarterback <laughs> is a bit strong when it comes to Teddy Bridgewater. He's kind of a journeyman, but he's solid. Yeah. Were they go like seven and zero with New Orleans like last year or two years ago? Or yeah, he. I think it was last year. Or two, two years. Yeah, two years, two years, years. ago. He was like five, yeah. six and zero for sure. Right. And so I think he's a serviceable guy. Right. Um, yeah. I don't think you trade for him and still draft a quarterback. Right. I don't think it would serve a purpose for the price tag on a top ten rookie quarterback. Like in the rookie wage scale, like something crazy. Right. For top ten quarterbacks, they're making like I don't know what the real number is, but I it's a lot. Whereas, uh, you know, in my particular draft, I have him going Mike Michael Parsons, and I'm sure that's going to cost him considerably less. Right. For me, I mean, I hate it as a Texans fan because we got Ryan Finley. <laughs> For we traded a six round pick for Ryan Finley. Yeah. Ryan Finley. Which one is he again? I'm not even being funny. I really the Bengals? Yeah. The Bengals. Okay. Yeah. They were, back up, they right? were going yes. they were gonna cut this man. Yeah. And the Texans said, Hey, I'll I'll I won't give you a seventh round pick. I'll give you a six round pick. That's crazy. And guess Imagine what? Calling somebody be like, Why well, cut him for free? And, and, when and I can give you something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and Bridgewater went for a six-round pick. I, I, I'm actually a big fan of Bridgewater. I love Bridgewater. And knowing I could have had him for a six-round pick, oh, my God, yeah. See, that's my could thing. You, like, especially with the Watson controversy going on, yeah. Tyrod Taylor and Bridgewater battling it out. I mean, you could – Well, they do have Tyrod, don't they? Yeah. I feel like – It's worth it. You Like, if nothing with the else. Texans framework, all they're trying to do is, hey – Competition, competition, battle out in camp. Let's yeah. get a bunch of veterans and let's fill the team of veterans who are capable. If you had, if that's what you're you're trying to do, why not get Bridgewater for a six round pick? In my I opinion? mean, Ooh. yeah, yeah, you, you definitely have a point there. Uh, I mean, again, I I was talking about this earlier. If if Teddy Brid- Bridgewater turns out to be your starting QB, like all you got in return was a sixth round pick. Yep. That's just well, you gave him away for free. Now, granted, I mean I don't I don't see Teddy B winning the job personally. I don't yeah, I don't see, I don't yeah. see, you don't think so? I think he'll he'll take the I think he he'll gets, take the job. I think he gets gun shy in the pocket and that's not gonna serve him well. He is against safe. A guy like he, he is he is safe. He doesn't take a lot of deep chances, but I think that's yeah. where Lockett hurts him sometimes where he just throws Absolutely. it up like Brett Favre, but Brett Favre was with that special person that would make that play, whereas Lockett gets picked. Yeah. Right. He also has the NFL record for most interceptions. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, another big storyline that I wanted to ask you guys about um, is uh, Julio Jones. And I think there's been a lot of trade rumors about him going. Yeah. So here's a fun fact. Adam Schefter tweeted this about the other day. Um, if the Falcons trade Julio Jones after – June 1st, mm-hmm. they save $15 million against the cap. If the Falcons trade them before June 1st, they would have a $23 million cap hit. Ooh. So Definitely waiting. I, yeah, I, I don't see them doing anything on draft day. It's uh, one of those things. I think you can like agree to principle, you know, and it'll come out like, hey, June after June 1st that they. Right. And I think that, yeah, I think that's, why, why would you? I don't know. Could you imagine? And I think the consensus, um, and we can get into a second, I think the consensus for Atlanta at four is Kyle Pitts. So yeah. you have Julio Jones, you have Calvin Ridley, you have Kyle Pitts. Matt Ryan can make that work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. There, I guess it would be 
Ito Smith is that running back? Who's that running back? Gurley. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. The man that averages two point five yards a carry. Yeah, I don't. Don't even get me started. Your boy. Yeah, don't even get me started. Was, See, for me, yeah. I actually do have them trading Julio Jones. Now, do you? when I look at the Falcons, I really stack them up against to the Texans. I feel like they're, they're almost the exact same team. They're exact same mold. Literally, like, what have you done the last 15 years since the Texans have been in the league? Granted, okay, the Falcons have been to the Super Bowl. The Falcons have been to the Super Bowl, but... Half away from winning? I, exactly. They were half away in what? They lost 28... They were up 28-3. to three. That, That's one season. And granted, you had an MVP-type season. Granted, Watson could have been that guy. This year, we don't know what's going to happen. There are a lot of Thumbs and stuff in the area there. Um, but, but granted, I feel like the Falcons, they've they've had big names, but they've never had a complete team. I feel like with Julio, he's he's aging. I mean, he's he's going to be 33 this year. Something like that. Same to so, I mean, you know. Somebody turning 31 in like yeah, two weeks. Right? I don't even want to talk about that. In a couple years, I mean, I think the, the dreaded fall-off cliff for wide receivers is 35. Oh, I, I have mean, no clue. I, I think it'd be, I think it's younger than that, but we're also like we're not talking about just a regular receiver. We're talking about Julio Jones. Granted, but I mean, arguably like top five, top seven wide receiver of all time. Absolutely. I mean, I Andre Johnson. Seven, yeah. I mean, Calvin Johnson. You have all these guys, wide receivers, the the greatest of the greats, but eventually they fall off. I mean, why not get volume out of them now? I mean, because you know, this year, or next year, you're probably not going to be good, and that's why I have that's fair. the Green Bay Packers. Finally doing something, trading a second and a fourth to get Julio. And you, could you imagine Julio and Adams lined up? I mean, that if I, I with would, Aaron Jones in the backfield. Now, if I'm Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, thank you, finally. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm pissed. I'm like, where the hell was this? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, That's a very interesting concept. Uh, that would be very like, we're going all in. Like, who knows how long we have Rodgers for. And I feel like you would have to. I mean, Rodgers, he's knocking on the door 40. I think he's 37. But if you're – if if I'm Atlanta, I don't know if i take that. Well, I mean, granted, like you said, though, I mean, I think Julio's contract, it's it's pretty steep. I mean, for, <laughs> for a guy that's going to be, you know, 35 here in a couple years. Yeah. And you have that cliff. Because I think he has a, a three more years on his contract. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay, that makes sense. So I, I imagine that's why everyone's bringing him up in trade talks because of the, because of the contract, and it's just. But I feel like for Julio, like even at 33, 34, whatever he is, like I gotta get a first. I gotta get a first. Yeah, you. We I, saw that with DeAndre Hopkins. The Texans trade him, and then he puts on a stellar season out there in, in Arizona, hmm. and it's like, well, what if got the, a second? Well, I guess they got a yeah. running back, but. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a whole nother trade that of the Bill OB or BOB era that mm. you can't really it just hurts to see. It's it's, just it's apples to oranges there. But I mean if Green Bay <laughs> apples to shit. If Green Bay offered their first for Julio, I mean I'd still think that would make complete sense. Now, do they have the cap room to fit that in? It's gonna be a little tough. Yeah, they would have nice. to make a little cups. I, I know Green Bay's right at their cap level, but if they wait till June first, maybe they can wave somebody else to make room for that yeah so yeah i would uh i'd let uh equanimous eq i let equanimous st brown go for yeah he i mean him and marquez 
Marquez Valdez yeah. Scantling. And the all hyphen team would have to get out. <laughs> that's an interesting one. That's that's a very interesting one. I I think Julio and Green Bay with Devontae, that would that would Can be, you imagine the play? That'd be fun watching oh, that, man. Man, that would be crazy. But all right, well. You know, should we uh, kick this thing off? Yeah, we got a big day tomorrow with the draft. Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see how how y'all's looks. So, uh, what's the plan? Y'all want to just get right into this, or or? Yeah, I mean, I want to. I I mean, I'm pretty sure we all have different picks for this first one. The oh, Jags, yeah, um, Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock. You know, they've had all the time in the world to pick the person they want. Oh. And Trevor I, Lawrence has had their playbook in a in a landslide. It's it's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, how is it not? I mean, this is the guy. You know, the Jags were gifted this. The Jets screwed this up and won that game. They could have had Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. But <laughs> just, imagine being so bad you mess up the it's first just, overall. You know, it's just that meme that Mark Sanchez <laughs> butt fumble. You <laughs> butt know, fumble. you can thank Vince Wilfork for that. Um, but oh, that's you know that the Gardner Minshew experience was fun. Yeah. But it's sadly coming to an end, and now you have you know, your man. I think they keep him, okay. you know, and okay. maybe he can shed a, li- a little light. And hey, w- here's what worked for me. But you have Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah. You have Urban Meyer in there now, and I think it's just going to be Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence running the show. And I, I think it's going to be fun to watch. They have a young team. It's very youthful, especially yeah. on offense. No Telvin Smith. Got, yeah, no Telvin Smith. They got some good wide receivers there too. Um, was it love? What's the Lavisca Chenault? Yes, and then you have uh, DJ Baby Shark. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm here all day. Jokes are free, guys. I appreciate um, that. But yeah, I mean, six six two fifteen, big arm, mobility. What else do you want from? Trevor I mean, that's yeah. That's all you can ask for from a quarterback. I think he's he's up there with like Andrew Luck in, in terms of like coming out. I think they almost Dude, had the same draft. Right, that somebody, right? I don't remember which podcast I was listening to, but somebody was like, yeah, this has been like the most hyped quarterback since Peyton. And I was like, wow, that's bold. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's gotten like quite the praise. Uh, I've heard a lot of people compare him to Andrew Luck. Like that's a big comparison I've been getting a lot of, and I can see it. Um, but yeah, how do you not? I mean, how do you not take him first overall? He's, he's, clearly the best quarterback in the draft so okay that's what okay so number pick uh, well number two pick in the draft rather uh the new york jets yeah but it is who do you got them take uh i have them taking zach wilson i think it's pretty much a consensus pick i i want to say it somehow got leaked that that this was like that's their guy that yeah this was their guy um I got to tell you personally, I had Justin Fields rated higher than Zach Wilson. If I'm the GM of the New York Jets, I'm going Justin Fields. That's just a personal opinion for myself. Yeah. Um, however, I am not the GM of the Jets. So they're going to, they see something in Zach Wilson they like, and that's what they're going to go with. Uh, again, for me, for my money, it would be Justin Fields, but I think uh, the Jets want yeah. Zach Wilson, and and that's kind of that's that, I guess. And the rumor was the Eagles were actually trying to knock on the door to trade up to three or two to get Zach Wilson, but 
because Joe Douglas used to work for the Eagles. Right. He works for the Jets now. Right. And apparently, oh, does he? Mm-hmm. He's there, Jim. And he shut I'm that sure. down. That, that at least Things that's the about. you know my my rumor. You know the sources I the had. rumor mill. Yeah. I was like, I I hadn't heard anything about that. Um, you, you're not I think sure. it would have been easy. I I'll say this. I bet that was true when they were at six, and then Douglas didn't want to do it, so they yeah. moved back. I, yeah. I could see that happening, but I couldn't see them going from six to twelve to three. No, no, no. no. Uh, when they were when yeah, when they were at six. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Any? Do y'all see anything else? Y'all think it's going to be Wilson at two? Yeah, I I don't know if I agree with it. Like you said, I if it's me, I I have Fields over Wilson. Right. Um, but you know. Uh, what do I know? I'm just yeah. sitting here with you guys. Agreed. I think Fields, too. That's my number two guy as well. I, I think that they're hoping Zach Wilson ter- turns into the other Wilson, Russell Wilson. <laughs> but they better hope. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. I think he fits New York really well. He's fun. He's flashy. He's a good looking guy. He's going to be in a big uh, oh, really? market. No. I mean, I'm, not, I'm no hater. <laughs> I appreciate that. Good, good looking people recognize good looking people. You know? <laughs> yeah. So um, I think he fits New York well. He, what was it? Every team, any, any team, any day, any place, or whatever. Uh, yeah, that. something like that. Yeah, come on, man. You know, he, he, he seems to be charismatic. I can see, I can see him. Oh, here's a fun fact, though. Did you know this? <clears throat> okay, so the franchise quarterback that you oh. hope to have, wouldn't you want him to be a captain on? high school, college, or so, show some type of initiative? Yeah. Some leadership skills, yeah. He some, was, some leadership role. He was not the captain in BYU. In the four <laughs> years he was there, and, and get this. Here's not a, once? Not once. And here's the other kicker. They have more than one, not two, not three. They have like ten captains they name on their team, and he was not one of them. That was one of the few negatives I saw That's about hilarious. Him. I was like, but, bro, you have ten captains, and he wasn't one of them. That's it's right. It's a shade alarming, huh? And that's why I didn't know that. Yeah, I I, I dug into it. And I it I mean, yeah, that's the, that's forty opportunities to be a team captain. <laughs> and all you guys are like, no, not him. <laughs> no, 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 that's voted on by the team, correct? Yep, voted on by the team. Yeah. Yikes! No way, no. Yikes! That hurts. All right. Um. So what? I got three. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So three is. Excuse me. Three is the. Who's three? San Francisco, Francisco 49ers. My apologies. I'm all over the place. Um, so, oh, okay. So, cool. A, um, a nice topic that's been out there recently is that apparently um, San Francisco is going back and forth between, excuse me, Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Mm. Um, again, and we talked about this last week. I don't think it should be either of those guys. I think it should be Justin Fields. Me too. But I think if you're going to compare the two, and that's what they're kind of doing, and to be fully transparent, I think they go Mac Jones, but it's not their draft. Their draft is tomorrow. Mine's tonight. So for them, I have them taking uh, Trey Lance. Hey, okay, me too. I, me too. I, I think he's more athletic. Uh, you know, what I'm saying his his pro comp is is like a mini Josh Allen. You know what I mean? You saw Josh Allen come out and was 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 talking about in those ESPN ads and stuff like that. Six two two twenty five. Uh, I I just feel like he has the better upside in the NFL career than than McCorkle Jones. So, <laughs> um, yeah, anybody named McCorkle is, can't do it. Can't can't do it. So again, I I do think that's who is taken. But if it's me, give me Trey Lance. Um, 
like I said last week, the best thing to come out of uh, North Dakota State University. Mm. The best. And it's not even close. Yeah, especially the quarterback position. Oof. All right. Well, moving right along, we'll go to the four. Lucky number four. Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. A lot of things can happen here. Um, they could trade out of this pick. They could take the guy in um, Kyle Pitts. But I actually have them because Justin Fields is my number two guy and Matty Ice is getting older. He's going to be 37, 38. I have them taking Justin Fields. Oh, wow. Why not take him and let him sit a year or two and he could be the next Aaron Rodgers? Okay. I know, I know it's a big one and I know, but here's where I stand. Atlanta, they're not going to win it. I mean, even if they get Kyle Pitts, who I think is a generational talent, he could be, you know, the next Julio or, I mean, he, it's, it's such, it's a weird position where Kyle Pitts is at because he's a tight end wide receiver hybrid. He could be both. Yeah. Um, I think he can be beast on the outside, but the, the number one thing you need in this league is a quarterback. If you can get one and who is, you know, I think great traits in this league and can be phenomenal. Like, you know, an Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, this man ran, what was his 40 time? Like a 4-4? Four, 4-3? Four, four, uh, yeah, 4-3-9. Right? That's insane. And it, so he can run the ball. He can throw the ball. I mean, his accuracy is off the charts. I mean, I have been taking Justin Fields here. I know you guys might disagree, but that's me. Okay, so this is, my, this is the question I have. That the first thing I thought of was literally what you just said like five minutes ago. Okay. Is the age of Julio Jones. So you said you get him and you have him set for two or three years. So now Julio's... If he's on the team, he's 35, 36, mm-hmm. right? Um, you have, I guess, Calvin Ridley would be your either number one. And he would you know have to I mean? be at that and point. It's like you have are, – are you, are you anticipating that Todd Gurley stays – one, stays healthy for that long. No. Two, <laughs> is, is so – I can see that. So here's, like, here, here's my – I feel my... like they're in the worst position going, for, going further with, with – Fields than they are with Pitts, just because I feel like Pitts, you can put them in, and I feel like they could win now. True, uh, maybe not a Super Bowl, but they could make a deep playoff run. I could see them just being mediocre again, but I mean, if you pick Fields, you know they're going to suck this year, and then they could have another top ten pick. You can get another wide receiver, and now you—I mean, Ridley is a, a wide receiver one on any team. Granted, yes, you have some Devonte Adams, Hopkins, and stuff, yeah, but for yeah. most part, Ridley is—he's a uh, for sure, one A wide receiver. He's no Jalen Rager. He would be the. <laughs> he would. He that would is for sure. That, this is, this is that is for sure. I mean, Ridley would be the best player on the Texans team for prime, uh, which is it was in hard to do. But, but I mean, you already have that one wide Browns. receiver. You have that foundation piece. Um, I mean, me personally, I would take Fields because he fell to you, and he is, uh, he's the second on my board for these QBs here. So. Ah, now see, yeah, I had, I had him going Kyle Pitts, but mine was further into that discussion is because I have them uh, coming back in the second round and getting Travis at the end and solving both both of those problems. Okay. Oh wow. So it's a it's a bit of a bit of a toss up for me, but I definitely see your point. Uh, it's this is a a very big quarterback market, and I think we were talking about this like. After that fifth quarterback, 
it falls off a cliff. Yep. And I mean, it. And next so year's draft is terrible. I've, yeah, I've heard it's not looking, well, one, anywhere near as promising as what this year's yep. looks like. And then two, just kind of really one of those, you know. It is what it is, kind of. Yeah, there are QBs in the draft, but where are we taking them? That's the question, actually, the other day. I was like, who is the, the big guy coming out next year? Do you know? Oh, that's the thing. Like, like, Trevor Lawrence, I guess the one thing that makes him so generational is, like, you knew him when he was a freshman because, I mean, he was – Yeah. Well, he was in the elite – what's it called? Elite 8 or whatever? Elite 11. Elite 11 and yeah. just dominating, right? And guess who was number two? Fields. Justin yeah. Fields, yeah. Spank Trevor Lawrence. Yep. So, moving on, we're going to five. The Bengals. I am the Bengals. So, I uh, personally have the Bengals going Panay Sewell here. I think. Love that pick. Yeah, I I think it would just make the most sense to go get an O-lineman. The guy you got last year couldn't make it through a whole year, and it's not because he didn't have wide receivers. It's because he lost his ACL because he had no line. So I think it's just – it's common sense. I think – I definitely see the argument for Jamar Chase. Don't get me wrong. It's not it, – it's just – it just makes more sense. Like, if you can't keep Joe Burrow upright, Jamar Chase is pointless. Plus, they have T. Higgins, who I know wasn't the greatest, but he, he can definitely come on. It's only going to be his second year. Yeah. Uh, who else? Tyler Boyd. Yeah, yeah. Two great. I mean, those are second tier wide receivers, yeah. you could say, but you saw it firsthand in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes got destroyed right. in the Super Bowl because he didn't have a line. So if he would you rather have all star wide receivers on an all star line? Right. Yeah, exactly. And and again, and this is just me, I've I've done a lot of two round mocks. And in the second round I had the Bengals going to get Amari Rogers from Clemson. So it's like that the drop off from a chase to an Amari Rogers, while yes, it is significant, I, not having an O lineman is far more significant than that. Yeah. So keep this in mind. Um, they drafted Jonah Williams at the number 11 pick just two years ago. Wow. Okay. So the argument could be made for Chase is like, well, we just got to get Jonah Williams right. And he could be, you know, we drafted him at 11. So we drafted someone at 11. You're expecting them to be there for five to seven years, I would imagine, right? Yeah. So if you bring in Sewell, is he willing to play right tackle? Is Jordan Williams willing to play right tackle? I I think if you bring in Sewell, uh, when, I'll tell you this. When Sewell wasn't on the team and Williams was, Burrow got injured. So And I think – that I, Yeah. I, don't quote me on this. I think they already came out and said that Williams said – he. He would move to right tackle. He's like, hey, I'll, oh, I'll do whatever that, that, whatever helps the team. I'll do it. And then the right be, tackle was like, hey, I'll move the guard, you know, oh, if, wow. if need to. So musical chair. It sounds like yeah. the Eagles offense. Now, <laughs> will, will it work? I don't know. But, you know, that's nice that they're working together. It's just something, and, and I, I agree. I think the pick is Sewell. I'm just playing on the devil's advocate. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you got to see should. all the options. And it's one of those things that I know Burrow wants to team back up with Chase. Absolutely. But it's the same thing that happened last year with Kyler Murray and um, C.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Well, it is what it is. Moving on. What do we got here? Six? Uh, I got six. I got um, the the Dolphins from Miami. Mm. Um, I have them getting Jamar Chase. I feel like – 
I would be interested to see what happens if the Bengals do take Chase, what Miami does at six. Do they reach for another receiver, like maybe Jalen Waddle or somebody like that? Or do they trade back? Or, like, what is, like, the next thing um, for Miami? Uh, like I said, I think Chase just the, – the big play guy, they lost um, – who was the guy that's in the, the, the Browns now? Uh, well, so the they, receiver, the Browns. They did – so they have Devontae Parker and then the – the, the, the receiver. Right. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Thank you. But they lost Jarvis. They have Devonte Parker. You forget they signed Will Fuller. Yeah, they did sign Will Fuller. That's why. No, for... I, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it made no difference in yeah. what I'm trying to say. For, for me, I have them taking Kyle Pitts there. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, yeah. I'm, if he's I'm there. assuming that he's yeah, gone. If he's there, right, yeah. Right. That's what it, it gets hard because you know everybody has a different draft. But right. right. It so might, their it, big team needs team needs are pass catcher, edge rusher, and offensive tackle. Um, if if excuse me, if they go uh, chase, maybe they go Sewell. You know, or I'm sorry, if the Bengals go chase, maybe the Dolphins go Sewell. Uh, maybe they go edge rusher. They look at maybe a guy like Jalen Phillips or something like that. Yeah, some things to consider. I think it's chase. I think it's a no brainer that it's chase. Right. Uh, but just again, thinking of some different options, uh, what they could have. Uh, you also Devonte Smith. He played with Tua. There's that relationship there. And see, that's that's what I would think because I, I think the Dolphins are going to go address O-line at 18. They got two first-rounders this year. Correct. And, again, having a left-handed quarterback, you need a right tackle. You don't need a left tackle. So Smart. The, the opportunity to pick up what, in your very singular situation, is a cornerstone player and a right tackle can be addressed at 18 without even thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like. And I could actually see the Dolphins trading back down. I mean, oh yeah, and accumulating yeah. more picks, and then, like you said, get Devontae Smith, Waddle, either one of those guys. I th- yeah, I think in a world where where Chase and Pitts are both gone, and it's like Sewell or Devontae Smith, I could see them trading back. I could definitely see that. But uh, uh, moving forward. We're going to seven now, and I believe that's you, Gregory. The Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions after, I mean, here we are at seven. Top four quarterbacks are gone. You have the, for me, Kyle Pitts is gone. You have the offensive tackle uh, is gone. For me, Jamar Chase is still there in my mock. Okay. And I feel like this is the perfect place to grab Jamar Chase. I feel like every every time I hear the lines, I think of you have Calvin Johnson and you had little baby Megatron and Kenny G, and he's oh, gone, and now you have Jamar Chase. He played the saxophone. Yep. So I mean, I, I have them going Jamar Chase. Uh, he's my best uh, wide receiver, and in it, uh, I think even Marvin Jones left as well. So they don't sure have right. they don't have anybody. So they yeah. need a wide receiver. I think this works out perfect for them. And that's kind of where I see them going there. Did Robert Jones go to Jacksonville? He did. He did. Not sure why. Well, man, I guess he knew Trevor was coming <laughs> in. So he was like, I'm getting in on this gravy train. <laughs> okay. Okay. <Sunny. laughs> so moving forward, we go to eight in the Carolina Panthers. Um, I have them going O-line here. Uh, I have them going to get Rashawn Slater. I just think if you're going to give, uh, you know, Sam Darnold any type of opportunity 
and it seems like they're going to now with that Teddy B trade, then you've got to get him a line. You know, they, I know they have, and it's got to be the craziest situation for Robbie Anderson. He left New York and was like, oh my goodness, I never have to see Sam Donald again. Like, he's never going to throw me another pass in the NFL. And then a year later, you got to come to the media and be like, uh, I know I love Sam. Like, I'm, gl- I'm glad he's here. Yeah. Great to have it. Um, Anyhow, moving forward, I think Carolina needs O-line help. Uh, Like I said, if you're going to really evaluate what Sam Darnold can do, you've got to give him an O-line in in any fashion. And they say, like I said, Rashawn Slater is pro-ready at multiple positions. Yeah, he's the most pro-ready offensive tackle in this draft, for sure. So so I think you you got to get him. If if you have any – hopes to evaluate Sam Darnold at all, which I would assume they do, you, you have to go get an O-line and help him out. Yeah, for me, I had – so, I mean, I was torn between it was either Slater or the person I picked was Jace Horn, cornerback. The oh, reason so why I chose the cornerback is because in this league, they have to cover Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Ridley, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Jesus. So that wide receiver position is deadly, and their cornerback – was the weakest in the okay other than the Texans it was like the second <laughs> weakest in the league Woo! so I felt like that was a great um caveat so they can address their weakest position and then you yeah. still have yeah. um Christian McCaffrey I mean so you don't it takes some of that flex off of the the, the O-line for me a little bit yeah. it's still important but it'll help so that's my two I, I like it I like it all right, well, jumping to number nine, we have the Broncos, who we talked about a little bit with that Teddy B trade. Uh, what do you think they do, Sean? What do you think they do? Yeah, so um, obviously the big team needs for the Broncos are quarterback – well, not anymore, sorry, cornerback, rather. Um, I think, again, I don't I don't think you have Drew Locke, you trade for Teddy B, and then you try to go get a quarterback. They're obviously looking at to go defense. So it's do you go the best – corner in in the draft and i think that's a toss up toss up between jc horn and uh patrick sertan i think right. jc is more man-to-man i think patrick sertan does a great job in zone right um or do you go just the best defensive player that's still available and to me that's micah parsons um but i want him to go to philadelphia so i'm gonna say <laughs> they're gonna go with patrick sertan um one of the better lockdown corners in the draft um, again, kind of like J.C. Horn, he comes from an NFL family. Uh, obviously, his father passed to Tan the first. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a great defensive back. And he's just kind of got all the intangibles, something that you look for. Uh, I think it makes the most sense. Uh, he's, you know, more of a technician, and he can, you know, work with that with that defense, Vic Fangio. And, yeah, give me give me Patrick Sertan at number nine to the Broncos. Okay. I actually have the Denver Broncos moving down. Oh, wow. Really? And trading with the Patriots. Uh, I've seen this a lot, actually. Uh, now, there's one quarterback left of the ones we covered, and it's Mac Jones. Okay. Um, now, bear with me. So, I know <laughs> when we think Mac Jones, he's not the the most athletic, but the guy ran a 4-6-40, so he's a little mobile. Oh. Um, he's pretty accurate. Deep balls, you know, it, it's it could need some work on, but I think if anybody were to fix it, and if there is 
if this is truly the you know the last great quarterback this year and probably next year, Bill O'Belichick or Bill O'Belichick, I'm, you know, Bill O'Brien, Bill Belichick is probably Bill Belichick calls himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably just you know. I mean, I I know he wants to prove to himself and the rest of like the world, like, Hey, you know, I did it with Brady. I can do it with somebody else. So, I mean, I have been taking, um, Mac Jones there and trading up. Oh, wow. Okay. But that I've done it with one unathletic quarterback. I can do it. With another <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> so, I like it. I like, I mean, again, I've seen a, a lot of mocks and there's been a lot of talk about, um, the Patriots moving up. I actually have them in my mock moving up, but it's up to 12, not all the way up to nine. Mm. Um, so it's it's very, very, very interesting. And we can talk about that, um, I guess, coming up if you want. But right now, we start off with the worst of the NFC East teams, which is the Dallas Cowboys. Huh. Don't you forget it. Yeah. Man. And, and I have them picking at 10, and I believe this is you, Gregory. So... Yep. Give me what you got for a number 10 overall. I've been taking a cornerback from Alabama, Patrick Sertan. Um, okay. Again, you know, they lost uh, – what's the, the big cornerback last year? Bright or uh, Byron Jones. Byron Jones. There you go. Um, you know, Patrick, I mean, he's six foot two. I mean, I, I think he – I mean, I know his dad was a cornerback as well, so he has an experience. Um, watching the Cowboys got, you know, just burned and burned last year. It was fun, um, but I think – for them, having him fall here, he's got some, you know, godly gifts, genetics there. I mean, he Absolutely. played for Alabama, so he's got great experience. I mean, he's a big corner. Yeah. Sean Minson, he plays in the zone. Um, I think he'll just fit that that Cowboys defense there. Yeah, also, he'll be playing with his old buddy, uh, Trayvon Diggs, too, who got drafted by the Cowboys. That is correct. And they're, and they're installing area. that uh, that Dan Quinn cover three defense in Dallas, so it, they'll need zone guys. and. I could see that. I, I had Sertan as well for literally every reason you just mentioned. So I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Cool. Uh, moving on to the New York football giants at Jeez. number 11. I believe this is my pick. Yes, sir. And I have them going wide receiver. Ooh, um, which one? Jalen Waddle. I, I felt like they went with a little flash. It was tough because in a lot of scenarios – I really, really wanted to have them moving up to seven. Yeah. And take who? An O-lineman to go get Rashawn Slater. Ah. But they just don't have enough draft capital as far as picks and, and what they can do. See, I have Rashawn Slater to the Giants. I feel like he – I think Sewell's the big one, and then Slater drops a little – drops to Drop, a Yeah, of course. I, I feel like Slater's there. So I had them with, with Rashawn Slater. I think – you have to keep Daniel Jones upright if you want to see what he can do. I think That's when right. he's Definitely. when he's in the pocket, yeah, he can make plays. Like he's not he's not a terrible quarterback. He's yeah. he's, a, he's a good quarterback. Um, but I mean, the guy's running for his life. You know, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's the Joe Burrow thing all over. It's like, yeah, he can get his get a receiver, but if he can't stand up to throw the ball, absolutely. I have them taking Devontae Smith. Oh, do you? See, only the other of the Alabama. The other Alabama, Now, see, I was torn between both of them, but the reason I went Waddle over Smith was because I just felt like Waddle had, one, has more big playability. Yeah. It's like, you know. His comp is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And two, 
and this is a very relative term, the Giants wide receiving core is deep enough. Kenny Galladay, yeah. Sterling Shepard, uh, your boy Slayton, Darius Slayton. Yeah. That he can. Evan Ingram is, you know, got butterfingered when he played the Eagles. (laughs) Right. He made a Pro Bowl after scoring three touchdowns. So that scratch your head on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But he can come in there and not really have to worry about being a wide receiver one and knowing the whole route tree and, you know, that whole nine. He can really come in and be like, hey, um, we're the Giants and it's third and 17. So we need you to just run down the field quickly and we're going to throw you the ball. And so that's why I think they went with Waddle is that like, they have more opportunity to not have to make him the number one wide receiver. You know what I mean? There's guys that he can compliment as well. Whereas if, if he goes to like Detroit, like it's going to be, okay, just put somebody on Jalen Waddle, have a safety over the top and we've got him covered. There's nobody else to throw to in Detroit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's why I think they went with Devontae Smith because they'll get a full route runner. Somebody who's like, Knows most of the tree and can really do so. Waddle, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about seven. Oh, this yeah. is just in my version. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. I'm. We're currently at eleven, and I, and I have Waddle, like like you said. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's why I went with Waddle at eleven is because I could. I, he's just more of a of a big play receiver, and and uh, Rashawn Slater's already gone, so you got to do something. So now we're gonna move on to twelve. The Philadelphia Eagles, your Philadelphia Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles. Um, oh, that's new. <laughs> man, so many different ways to go about this pick, right? There really are. Um, team needs, uh, you know, like I've been saying, close your eyes and point at one. Yeah, <laughs> Throw a dart. Yeah, literally any, any position uh, besides running back. Uh, do we need a? Do we need a, a position? And quarterback, uh, for the most part, literally every other position, I'll take. Right. Um, so what do you do, right? If if Parsons, Waddle, and let's say J.C. Horner there, a strong possibility that all three, one of those three, will be available. If not all three, for sure, yeah. There's possibly all three of those guys could be there. So where do you go, right? Do you go get yourself a receiver? and get Jalen Hurts some help, right? Starting receiver right now, number one is Jalen Rager. You know, number two is Greg Ward. Yeah. Shout out Greg Ward. Go Cougs. <laughs> Go Cougs, yeah. Uh, you know. It's an impressive uh, wide receiver core you got <laughs> yeah. so yeah. far. Well, that absolute fraud, Marquise Goodwin, <laughs> who signed with the Eagles, sat out for Corona, and then went and signed somewhere else. Did he really? Yeah, yeah he's, he's gone. He signed a one-year deal and then sat out for Corona. Just left. And was like, all right, cool. Thanks for having me. That's hilarious. Right. Um, Alshon is a is – I got better knees than Alshon. Uh, he's gone. Deshaun Jackson is as old as dirt. Yeah, he is a shell of himself. He, he's gone, too. And he, he played, what, two games, a game and a half all last year? Those right. two games, though, man, there were some fireworks there. Yeah, but, you know what I mean? Okay, it's not sustainable. Um, do you go cornerback, right? Um, right? We have Darius Slade, but um, the other side is a complete liability. When we played the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb had the game of his life, right? 
Uh, I think he had a, he had a touchdown. And who's the other guy? Uh, Gallup. He had a monster day. We have no CB two, none to speak of, right? Or do you go with my pick, the linebacker out of Penn State, Michael Parsons? Right? Ran a fourth. What was it, a four three nine Jeez. as a linebacker? Yep. Right. I will give you. I'm not gonna say because I think you might have heard me, but I will give anybody a large sum of money. Uh, if they can name an Eagles linebacker right now, go. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I definitely don't know. Anything. No, can't. Exactly. They're lost. Um, so mm-hmm. our boy uh, Nate Gary, he is signed with the San Francisco 49ers. So let's clap it up for that. He is no longer on the foot. <laughs> I don't have to see any memes of him facing the complete opposite direction during a play. I don't have to see him. Oh wow! Getting. Uh, completely destroyed by every <laughs> running back in the league. Uh, does doesn't know what to do in coverage. Um, doesn't know. Uh, doesn't have any speed to keep up with a running back. Doesn't have uh, the size to to keep up with a tight end. Just not a good football player. <laughs> not useful at the position is what I'm hearing. I've literally and I put this on my Twitter and and I'm this is not hyperbole at all. I literally think and I'm not kidding. I think he's the worst. Football player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> if not linebacker, like, if not defensive player, if not linebacker, like we can get super specific. I I literally think he may be one of the worst football players you've I've, ever seen. I've ever seen. <laughs> right? I've been an Eagles fan since I was like ten. Right, so there's been a lot of bad guys that have come coming on. Right? Hey man, I feel I, you on that. And when I got the notification that he signed with San Francisco, I think I tweeted, I was like, I will drive him to the airport. <laughs> I will take him to the airport. I'll pack his bags for him. Come on, man. I'll take I'll pay for the Uber. Whatever you want to do, get him out of Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. And he is. So let's get some young, fresh life. And the biggest thing with the Eagles defense is nobody knows how to tackle. Cannot tackle. Cannot wrap people up, right? One of the uh, most sure-handed tacklers um, uh, in, in college football, Micah Parsons. He's fast enough to keep up with run, uh, running backs. He's big enough to keep up with tight ends. I think he's smart enough to play drop back in zone. I've seen him, <coughs> excuse me, see him rush the quarterback. I, I really think he's going to be a great player. And the one position that kind of anchors your defense is that linebacker, right? Right. That's a you look at some of the best defenses. They've all had big name linebackers. And I'm not ready to put him up there with, you know, the Erlackers and the Lewises of the world. But fair. I mean, something, some sort of spark on defense. You have a good defensive line while they are getting old, right? We have like the average age of our defense line is like 33, I, I believe. We have a very old defensive line. So we've got to get younger there, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a defensive line that I'm alignment that I'm willing to pick this early in the draft. Um, I get that. Obviously. Um, corner, I think Darius Slay has done enough. Like, he, he can help. He can kind of slow. I mean, he got roasted and toasted by Metcalf when we played them. But that was, like, the one bad game he had. Other than that, he was pretty solid for the whole year, right? I think you can – I don't know who you can convince to come play with us. <laughs> but uh, maybe you get, like, you know, a cheap – excuse me. Excuse me, a cheap quarterback, too. Maybe get Asante Samuel Jr. in the second round. He was that his dad was an Eagle. You know, if he he trade up. I think we have pick 37, right? Right. 37 and Zach Ertz trade up to 30 uh, with the Bills. Go get Asante Samuel Jr. Hmm. I'd be fine with that. But uh, very long-winded, I apologize. You know, I get passionate about my birds. 
Uh, give me Micah, Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. And let's turn this franchise around, at least on the defensive side. Okay, okay. Real quick, who'd you have the Eagles going? Jalen Waddle. Boom. I had him going J.C. Horn, like you said. Would love all of those picks. Yeah. Would love all yeah. of them. They all make sense. See, I – I Give me Parsons. I wanted Parsons, but I was like, well, the Eagles would probably take a wide receiver. So, but you can't, I mean, Waddle's not, Waddle's not a bad option there. So, for me, I I want him over Smith. I'll tell you that. I take him over Smith. I I could see that. Which I think I've seen the Eagles get um, mocked to a lot with Devontae Smith. Right. Um, Fun fact Devontae Smith listed at six foot uh, 166. You know who else was six foot 165? No clue. Allen Iverson. So you want Allen Iverson as your starting wide receiver? He can juke him, yeah. Cross him That's over. a bad example. I, uh, he was an all-state um, quarterback in high school, won state championship as a quarterback. See, there you go. But I don't want him as my wide receiver. He had that. It was a Sean Jackson, and he was hurt all year. Yeah. And it's just he's just so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come yeah, on, such bro. a frail guy. Yeah, he really is. He really is. Anyways. All right. Well, yeah, let's move it right along then. Number 13, Gregory. The franchise everybody forgets about, Los oh. Angeles Chargers. Cool well, let's see what you got. What do, what, do you, what do you see them doing here? I have them taking an offensive tackle, okay. Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Oh, okay. Mainly just the fact that we've been talking about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Um, same thing with uh, applies for Justin Herbert as well. You need to just address that huge left hole at tackle. And you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, easy, Sorry. easy. Well, adults here, I promise. He, um, I, I think Tucker, when he was at USC, I mean, just from some of the small tape I've watched, I mean, he made pretty great uh, decisions here and there. I mean, he, he seems his IQ is pretty high, so I mean, he'll be able to fill that role. He might not be the greatest left tackle, but he'll play all you need in this league. I feel like if you can just be average across the board, a board. Yeah, you'll be you'll be straight. So I mean, I, I think that's exactly what he'll do, and he'll fill that need. Okay, see, I had him going O one as well, but I had him going Darisaw. Mm. Um, but I definitely see what you're talking about. I mean, he's Darisaw and uh, Elijah Vera Tucker are like I think three and four, and it's interchangeable yeah. as far as O linemen. But um, yeah, no, I definitely see what you mean. And uh, myself, it was Darisaw, but oh yeah, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker's tape. Look pretty good. Uh, moving right along, I think I have 14. The Vikes. And we got the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, I think they go D-line here. I think they need some defensive help. Um, you know, with with everything they got on offense, I think they're okay with their offensive weapons. But you got to do something at the point of attack on defense. Uh, I have them going Quiddy Pay here. Uh, the defensive lineman from Michigan. They just need a, a need a guy who can do what what he does on the line. The interior, he can be you know on the edge. He really, just what whatever whatever you need, and and they need line help bad. So for me, it was Quiddy Pay. Uh, did you, what what you, what you guys have? I had them actually getting Slater here, and the reason why I oh, don't wow. have Slater earlier is because I'm not sold on him being like a left tackle yet. I think Slater. I he is um, super versatile. I feel like he can play center, guard, tackle. Right. So wherever you need him to plug and play. Um, whereas some of the other guys were true left tackles. Um, so that's why I, I dropped Slater a little bit. Right. But 
again, um, yeah, I think Slater can plug in to any position they need. They do have some offensive line help. Um, and with Kirk Cousins there, um, oh, Kirk, you know, nice. that's, that's my pick there. Okay. <clears throat> I see ya. All righty. 15, right. sir. Um, so 15, uh, I have Caleb Fairley, the defensive back from Virginia Tech, going to the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. Wait, what? Because I had the trade alert. I had the New England Patriots trading up. Ah. Uh, they gave up 15 and 46 to move up to 10. They took Justin Fields at 10. Cowboys move back to 15. They get Caleb Fairley. Um, if it stays the same and it's uh, New England, no trades involved, um, I think they still go Caleb Fairley. I think both teams need cornerbacks. <laughs> um, if I, I do believe the Patriots will move up to get a quarterback, but right. just assuming that that doesn't happen and they have to stay put at 15, um, I think most of the good quarterbacks are gone by then. Um, I just – I. I'd put Mac Jones like in the third round if I did. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's harsh, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like. Um, you just don't see it, huh? Mm, I feel Go, like... go uh, get somebody you compare with, with Gilmore. I just. Get so my thing is everyone talks about how Ohio State quarterbacks aren't successful. And yeah, you do have a lot of guys to choose from. I tell that to Braxton Miller. Yeah, right. Cardell Jones, the baby. converted wide receiver. But can you not say the same about Alabama quarterbacks? You can make the case more for Alabama quarterbacks. So what am like? What I don't know. There's something I'm missing there. Yeah. Um, I have New England going Justin Fields, but in my version of the draft, they traded up to 12 with with your Eagles, and your Eagles went down to 15 to get J.C. Horn. See, and I had the Patriots training up with the Broncos, and they took Mac Jones and Denver sitting wow. here. And in my draft, Michael Parsons is still sitting there. They take <laughs> him. I don't know if he falls that far, but that's kind of oh, a foe to me. No. And you know, they have a uh, linebacker weakness uh, there. And now that since they technically don't have a QB problem, they have a stopgap there. Right. I think addressing and getting Parsons is a big need for Broncos. I could see that. All right. Well, talk to us about 16 then. That'll be your pick. 16, the Arizona Cardinals. I got Xavion Collins, the DNO linebacker from uh, Tulsa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, the Cardinals, I feel like their offense is set. Now they got to really focus on the defense so Definitely. they can upgrade it a little bit, especially when you got to defend Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. Um, you need to generate that uh, pass rush. And to cover the middle of the field, I think he can do that. He can rush and he can drop back a little bit. Yeah. So I have them going uh, Xavier Collins there. I'm telling you what, I'm sure he's going to be great. And I'm sure he's great as well, too. But if the Eagles pick him at 12, we riot. No, no. I feel that. I hope that's not the I feel that. So I had, in in my version of it, I had the Cardinals trading down to 19 and the Washington football team going up to 16. And getting Mac Jones, who I still had there. I've heard a lot of talk with Washington, man. They they're they're willing to trade up, so it's I think be interesting. Well, I so as I'm looking through this, I've been like in different versions of the mock. I keep trying to find a trade partner for them, mm -hmm. but at, at what I'm looking at, if they're gonna go get a QB, they can't go to ten, eleven, or twelve because that's all NFC East teams, right? Yeah. 
So that means they got to go up to nine, and that's way too rich for for what the Redskins have. They only have six draft picks. Yeah, you know, you you can't go from nineteen to nine with six draft picks in hand. You know, with, without expecting to lose everything for next year. Like you've got a mortgage twenty twenty two in order to get to nine, but you can get to like, you know. 14, 16 yeah, absolutely. ish, and not really have to give up too much. And so that's what I think they did. And they went and got Matt Jones at 16. But um, yeah, no, I definitely see what you mean about the Cardinals needing some defense. Like, that's, that's pretty bad. Uh, moving on, I have what, 17 and the Las Vegas 17. Raiders. Um, in my version, again, I still had Caleb Farley on the board. Uh, that's who I went with. I think. Regardless of who's on the board, the Raiders are going to need defensive back help. Whether it's Farley, J.C. Horn, I can't imagine a scenario where Sertan is down there at, yeah. at 17. I don't think he makes it past the Cowboys. If Cowboys say at 10, I don't think he makes it past the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Asante Samuel Jr., I think 17 is a shade. It's a little rich. Rich. So it's really – I think it's going to be a DB. It's just a matter of who's left between Farley and Horn – or I think this um, this kid from Northwestern's really gaining some steam. Oh, yeah. uh, Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom. Yeah, I, I've I've heard his name a lot recently. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe, but yeah, for me, Caleb Farley, seventeen to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, put it on the board. Yeah, I had them going um, offense and tackle there. Alex Leatherwood. That's a fun what? name. Oh, all name team from Alabama. Um, okay. <laughs> just I, I was leaning your way um but then i looked they so i didn't realize the raiders dumped three fifths three fifths of their oh, starting dude, line it was a fire sale at a line so the, if they if there's a good offensive tackle or a guard there i feel like they, they might jump at that so it's just i feel like either one yeah. is kind of the same hand in hand there yeah i could see that all right all right well, let's keep on trucking you get you get AD, so you got both Miami picks, huh? Ooh. That's right. All right. Well, you, since you are now the new GM for the Miami Dolphins. You know, move over, Pitbull. <laughs> I'm just going to go five now. Stop it. Um, oh, so earlier you had mentioned the player and you asked it, who all we had. And, I, and Gregory talked about it and I didn't say anything because I was keeping him here. Um, so I actually have the uh, the Dolphins of Miami taking uh, Quiddy Bay. Quitty Pay. You had mentioned her earlier. I forgot who you had taken him. Uh, I had the Minnesota Vikings taking him at 14. So right. 14, um, 18. I can see in that range. So I think his sack totals didn't, you know, I can see him slipping. He only had two sacks last year. Yeah. Um, now, granted, only played four games, uh, but 16 tackles, four tackles for loss. Um, but again, I think real talent kind of shows up on tape when you watch it. And I think we've addressed um, we, because I'm a, Big Dolphins guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we addressed a uh, receiver with uh, Jamar Chase. Go take care of that defense. Give me an edge rusher. I like it. I like it. Um, I think like we had alluded to earlier, I, I have him going Elijah Vera Tucker because they need a right tackle more than a left. And that's what I thought they did. But I could see what you say about the defense. So, yeah, man. Cool. Uh, well, 19, here we are. Washington Redskins are on the clock. I have the them going. Uh, football team. Yeah. Washington. Oh, yeah. E- excuse me. 
<laughs> Washington football team to be named later. Right, of course. Um, the Christian, the Christian. I'm, I have them going Christian uh, Darisaw, offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. Oh. Um, I know they have an elite defensive line, so now they need to make sure their offensive line is elite as well. So why not have both sides of the trenches? Um, yeah. Right now, their only yeah. question mark there is the left tackle. Um, I think that there's another huge hole there. So if they can get him, who is a true left tackle, plug him in. Definitely. It, it would be, um, I think, a great get for them. Yeah. Oh, no, I've, absolutely. I, I like there. So I had him going to the Chargers uh, 13. I believe he had Elijah Barry Tucker there. So, yeah, uh, I think we're generally in the same mindset with the O-lineman. Uh, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, let's jump to number 20 then. The Chicago Bears. It actually stands for young girl. Go Bears. Mm. <laughs> so, uh for me, I mean, I think this is fairly straightforward. They have Allen Robinson and then yeah, and then absolutely nothing at the wide receiver. Uh, personally, Allen Robinson seems like he wants out too. So. Oh, I, I could absolutely see it. And he has that. I mean, I, I think even Andy Dalton. I totally get it. And, and as far as I understand, you, you're going to be my stat guy here for the next 20 seconds. Check the Bears cap room. I think the Bears have like. 75 bucks in cap space like they can't even pay for garage parking um <laughs> it's it's tough so uh i think the bears have 427,000 they're the second worst yeah yeah behind the saints who only have 219 mm. but the cap is a made up number for instance the Kansas City Chiefs had like twenty-seven dollars in their account, and then just resigned an entire new <laughs> offensive line. So I mean, it's literally just, just a made-up number. And just That's got fair. Orlando Browns. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. And then they went out and got uh, Chris Long's brother, Jake Long. Uh, they got uh, the, the you can restructure. I mean, that just means That's next right. year. It's, it's literally just be... <laughs> all made-up numbers. Well, either way, uh, I have the Bears uh, picking up a wide receiver here because they need it. Um, Rashad Bateman is the answer for them. I just think he can do a lot of things. Um, with Chicago weather being what it is, he comes from Minnesota. So not really a big problem for him, I feel like. And, um, and again, if Allen Robinson decides at the end of the year, he wants nothing to do with the Bears, which completely justifiable. Yeah. Uh, then at least they have something. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I totally get that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, give me uh, give me Rashad Bateman here. I had Bateman as well, six two, two ten. He's already kind of got that pro ready frame. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's the kind of size and build that I want. I don't want six foot one sixty five. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you're not. You're just gonna continue to. I don't know. Man, that I, I, yeah, but uh, quickness, body control, uh, good route runner, wins at the catch point. Like I, I, don't know, I think. I think he could be actually on the rise a little bit too. I so do you, go a little bit higher. do you think if Mac Jones falls this low to the Bears, do you think they swoop in and grab him, or any other quarterback? Let's say just the top five. Absolutely, and I could see Jones or Lance falling. I definitely could. Yeah, but I just, which is crazy that those are the two that people see at like number three. Is <laughs> yeah, I I don't get that, but I think there are five teams ahead of the bears that need quarterbacks. And, uh, and there's just no way outside of trading. There's no way they get in front of those five teams. Yeah. Sean, actually I was telling Matt about this earlier. There was, I forget the analysts, I guess three years ago, 
So think about the Baker Mayfield draft. The quarterbacks, he had them ranked Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. And they went pretty much in reverse order. Right. <laughs> and he's like, those no, that's my one, two, three, four. And he's nailed it. And but at the time he got so much criticism for it. So I'm curious to see. This is a great draft. Like, hey, in three years, we'll see. Hey, yeah. oh, I can't yeah. believe I was on that guy. You yeah. Know? So we'll see. All right. Well, we're moving forward to 21 now. We got the Colts on the clock. Uh, Sean, what do you, what do you uh, got here? Give me Aziz Ojalari, uh, edge rusher from Georgia, uh, 6'3", 240. So, um, you know, doesn't exactly have this, uh, you know, the – the size for for but what he lacks in size, he makes up with a, a really long wingspan. His quick first step, um, kind of it, it has that bend around uh, to get into the pocket. Uh, Ten games last year, thirty tackles, eleven and a half tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks. You know what I'm saying? So he was able to have the quarterback. You know, Georgia is SEC, so it's pro ready type defense. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, give me give me a Z's. I had the same thing, Gregory. Same thing. Wow. All right. Consensus 21 overall. Somebody uh, lock it in. Somebody get Roger on the horn. Lock it in. All right. Moving to 22. We got the Houston. Oh, the nah. Tennessee you Titans on the clock. It's going to be uh, you, Gregory. Uh, tell me, tell me what, uh, what they do here. What do you got? Yeah. So this one, I could see them going Court Davis left, who actually, I, I was a fan of it towards the end of the year, man. He, uh, was, he came on at the he, end of the year. He came yeah. on. He, he finally was starting to live up to that potential. So yeah. hopefully wherever he signed, um, he lives up to. I went to, think he went to the Jets. Well, if he, oh, yes. He's going to fail there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I, I'd say that's a hot take, but yeah. I am. But I have the Tennessee Titans taking uh, Jalen Phillips, defensive end for Miami. I know there's a lot of injury Ooh. history there. I know Scooter, uh, concussions. This guy has, man, talk about the adventure and, I mean, his story, so unique. I mean, he was almost forced to retire, sat out a year, came back to Miami, had a monster year because Gregory Russo Russo, sat out, and now he has his opportunity and he can be drafted in the first round. Um, He was a huge five-star. He was the number one recruit, essentially, coming out of high school. Um, I think the Tennessee Titans have been looking for that edge rusher. They have Bud Dupree. Now, if you can sure it up with Jalen Phillips, they're hoping to get something out of Clowney. Everybody's tried to, but maybe the Browns will. Uh, But Jalen Phillips to the Tennessee Titans to kind of solidify that, um, that defense because their offense has been so potent. Now they can uh, solidify their defense there. Okay. Okay, I had them going Kadarius Tony because, as you'd mentioned, Corey Davis is now long yeah. gone, so they just need somebody else to throw to. Uh, mine was if, if he's still there, which we already established, uh, probably won't. Um, uh, sorry, Jalen uh, Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, definitely. All right, so twenty-three it is. Oh, look at me! I get both the Jets picks. Nice. All right, so. I uh, do I have to leave my job to go do that? Because I, I need to make money. Yes. Anyhow, moving forward. <laughs> uh, so with the 23rd overall pick here, the New York Jets, uh, I have them going with the only safety in the draft in the first round. Uh, and Trevon Merrig out of TCU. Uh, I just, 
I think I was telling you about this when we were talking about it on the other pod, Sean. Um, the first, the guys they pick in the first two rounds have to have to be on the field. They have to start. They just right. they need people who can play at a professional level on the field. So that means they have to hit on their first four, which means like at two at second overall they're going QB. I think that's that's pretty much in the bag, regardless of who it is. Right. QB in the bag. Yeah. So we'll go offense, go defense. You come back with the what? Second overall pick in the in the second round, right? Yeah, second round. And go get you a, a wide receiver or uh, did, did they still have Lev? Huh? They still have Lev Bell. What's left of him? Right. Well, yeah. So you can you know try and get you an Etienne type in the second or uh, you know what I mean? There's there's somebody's options. gonna fall. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just think here it makes the kid out of North Carolina. Oh Williams. yes, Williams. Yeah. Um, I just if you if you go look up the prospects at safety this year, it's Trevon Merrick and and it's yeah, yeah Cliff. Not even close. I mean, it's like it, you could literally go one and then skip two through four and be like the next guy's. I mean, it's just. I would be totally fine with the Eagles uh, taking him at thirty-seven. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, but that's who I have the Jets picking here at twenty-third, just because you're not gonna you're not gonna find another safety like this. The next closest safety comp I've seen Say is Jamal, like uh, Jamal Adams. You know, remember him? Is like yeah on the Jets, right? Yeah, but like after, let me put it to you this way: after Merrick, the next best safety is Caden Stearns from Texas. Yeah, I've, yeah. So we, it's, we've it's, seen those games play out it, exactly. So give me give me Trevon Merrick at twenty third overall, and and uh, let's let's keep let's keep pushing here. Twenty fourth, what you got? All right, so Pittsburgh Steelers twenty four. Um, this is me. Um, so I think there's been a lot of hype around the Steelers uh, looking to take a running back, Najee Harris at this position. Yay! Um, but it's hard to see a team fixing their run game without fixing their offensive line first. Um, so for that, I have the nasty Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Um, you look at, I think there's a video online, I think we talked about this last week, was there's a YouTube video that's like the nastiest player <laughs> yeah. in college football. And it's him literally running guys like Bobby Boucher like off the field and into the water cooler on the sideline. Like, <laughs> he's like a nasty guy and I think he would fit perfectly yeah. in Pittsburgh um, I think you know he's not an elite athlete and he kind of lunges at times so that's kind of like the, the downgrades on him but I mean he's big as a house he's 6'6", 310 good lord uh, you know what I'm saying he's, he's very versatile he's one of those relentless motor kind of guys who's just not going to stop until real scrappy after, gym rat you know what I mean yeah, he's he's more of a he's a real class act. Ah, okay. He's not he's not more of a lunch pail kind of guy. Uh, more of a hard hat. No, he's he's not a real cerebral player. Ah, okay. But, I see. Uh, I see. You know what I'm saying? He's he is uh, very much an athlete. Maybe not elite, but um, he's big, he's tough, he's physical, uh, and he just kind of plays like with the real kind of fu attitude. Yeah, I think that's perfect for an offense. That's what I want in my offense. Yeah, <laughs> you want that tenacity like, and that monster. And again, I think. Uh, the offensive line coach is going to love him no matter where he goes. But, um, and also I just have a really cool thing for uh, big tough guys that wear glasses. 
(laughs) (laughs) You sound ridiculous. Awesome. All right. Well, I I like that. See, I went on the other end of the spectrum there with Najee Harris. Um, Same here. Like so many people had speculated. I just, you lose James Conner, you got to do something now. Who's your backup? Snell? Him and Anthony McFarland, I believe. Um, Yeah, no no Connor, no Bell. I mean, their running backs really have taken a hit there. Yeah. If you you do take that running back in the first round, especially since they're in the back of the first round, you get the fifth-year option, which I think is huge for a running back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that way you don't have to pay him that extra year and you don't have to pay guys, you know, that extra – yeah, whatever Maybe, the amount yeah. is, yeah. Because, I mean, now... <laughs> it's going to be a lot either way. Yeah, I mean, th- that running back market starting to get reset with Dalvin Cook, uh, McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, Bell, and we've seen how that's paid out. It's not the greatest. So I'd rather have that 50-year option, pay him, you know, $2 million more, keep him a year, and then, you know... Right, see what you can see. Yeah, and then rotate them out and get somebody else in after five <laughs> years, honestly. yeah. I'm not... I mean, yeah, running back shelf life's like, what, seven to ten years? And then you're out of the league by 30. I think 30 is the downside. 30 is the number. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I totally get where you're coming from there. All right. Um, I got both Jets picks. You got both Dolphins picks. Gregory, Jackson. I think you get both Jags Ew, picks. Here we are at 25. I have them taking... Is it K. Witty Pie? Quitty Pay. Quitty Pay. I like K. Witty Pie. You know, hey, you got a we little are, flair on Mid season four. Talk to me about K. Witty. You know, K. He's had a lot of upside. He's only played one full year. Um, right. But, I mean, the upside's there. He's in the back of the, the round here. Yeah, he has combine numbers uh, tested really well, and he's jumping off a lot of the charts i think he'll fit this team i think it's a, a good flyer uh for the jacksonville jaguars so, i mean you know you get your guy and trevor lawrence and maybe you can get this guy who can be an anchor on your defense so i think yeah. that'd be great yeah no definitely i i feel you i had him going d end as well i went Jalen phillips because in my draft uh quitty pay is off the board but um well, I, I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from. He's, he can be versatile on that line. Really, any 4-3 line, uh, he can really bring a lot to. So, I get you. So, I had your boy Mori going here. Um, Did you? Yeah. Um, Daryl? Daryl Mori. <laughs> Mori. Or was that? Trevon Merrig. Ooh. Almost fell out of my chair. Real smooth. Uh, yeah, that's where I had Merrig going. It was, it was 25. 25. All right. I can see that. I had him at 23. So we'll, we'll put him in that range either way. Let's move on to 26. The and important one, right? Yeah. Let's let's really talk about And honestly, there's nothing to really talk about. Um, there aren't really too many players we needed. I believe the first mock we did, I had Rondale Moore here. I thought we needed wide receiver help. Um, since then, we've gotten rid of Sheldon Richardson, so I yep. think now it's it's fairly obvious that you've got to beef up the line. And so um, Christian Barmore, the, the D lineman from Bama, yep. uh, give me that kid. You know, there haven't been too many D linemen that have gone up to this point, especially interior D linemen. He might be the first, depending on how you value Pay. So, yeah. I mean, let him get in there with Miles Garrett, 
Uh, to Devion Clowney, when he decides he wants to show up for games, will be nice to have uh, in theory. Um, you know, I think his tape has proven he's better when you kick uh, Devion inside and let him, you know, play against those interior linemen. But, hey, whatever. We're going to do whatever. Um, but, yeah, for, for my money, give me Christian Barmore, defensive lineman from Bama. Browns have a really talented roster. Like, yeah, sides of the ball. Scared to say. I mean, when's the last time you've said that? Never. I don't think ever. Uh, The the only big question mark is what are you going to get out of Mayfield? Right. It's all. It's. I'm telling you, it's always performance. If you if you got a Pro Bowl performance for Mayfield, you got. There's no reason why you guys should not be. Absolutely. I think. I think the two things that really are are really going to be bothersome in the up. The next three years, I guess is what I'll call it, will be what Baker does, obviously. Um, and and if if he can improve, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And then the wide receiver position, because Jarvis and Odell aren't getting any younger. They're just not. Yeah. You know. If you can just get a healthy season at Odell, Landry. That's all I want. Just give me one healthy season of OB, like full, you know, kick the, the guard, I want all the antics. Give me all of OBJ. He's in one full season, fully healthy. He can celebrate however he wants. He can do whatever he wants to do on the sidelines. I don't care about that. I just need him healthy for what is now 17 games, and that feels like asking a lot now that I've said it out loud. So uh, moving on, we're going to go to uh, division rival. Ravens. 27 here, the Baltimore Ravens. Sean, you're on the clock. Uh, what, what do you got here? What do you got here, bud? Yeah, so um, I think one of the bigger needs for Baltimore outside of receiver is edge rusher. Okay. So there I have uh, Carlos Basham Jr. from Wake Forest, the edge rusher. Um, kind of a sneaky pick there. His, his pro comp is Adrian Claiborne. Uh, okay. So on seven games that he played last season, uh, five and a half tackles for loss, five sacks. Um, so you can get after the quarterback, wow. he's a Wake Forest. Again, like I said, he's got pass rush talent. He's got a pro-ready frame. He's 6'5", 285, um, elite athleticism. Again, I, I, I think he's a, he's a guy that could rise. Um, I think the only reason why he could, he could fall a little bit, um, kind of stiff, rushing off the edge. Um, but, you know, that's something you can coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, give me Carlos Bashman Jr., yeah, I think it's a good pick. I mean, they lost um, Yannick and Matthew Judon. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, they definitely need that edge rush there. So, I think that's a good pick there. So, 28. Here we are, uh, the New Orleans Saints. No Drew Brees. It's going to be odd to right. see. But for me, I have them going Asante Samuel here. I think um, this is where he – you know, kind of the range he goes. Um, I think he has kind of that tenacity. I know he's a young or younger. He's a smaller guy, which I think is going to limit some ways you can play him. But I like the edgy plays. Um, like you mentioned before, I mean, his dad played with the Eagles. He's already got that Eagle tenacity. Um, so, I mean, I think this is a good place for him. And, you know, Nola, here we come. I saw some really cool uh, video of him. I think it was him. Uh, in like I guess high school, they were like those one on ones, and they're like, right, huh? and he just like jammed like through the kid back. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. So he's a, he's small, but I mean he's got some fight to him. And like you said, his dad is like uh, a, a, was a Pro Bowl corner, yeah, uh, for the Patriots for the Eagles. Um, 
I, I would love for the Eagles to trade him and get him, uh, which we'll get into in a second. But <laughs> All right. Well, um, moving on from the Saints, we're at 29 here. We have the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and they finally, finally decide to go get Aaron Rodgers some wide receiver help in the first round. We say this every I don't year. believe it. No. I, I know. <laughs> and, and this year, they're actually going to do it. Now, unfortunately, I think they're doing it because they're more thinking we're going to give Jordan Love some help next year. But that's kind of really beside the point, which is just the most insane thing to say out loud as an organization. Like, you know, we could give Aaron Rodgers help or, hear me out, Let's just pull out all the stops for this Jordan Love kid. Who is Aaron Rodgers, anyways? You know what I mean? Anyways, yeah. that's a story for completely We've different We've done time. it once. We can do it again. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, 29, I have the Green Bay Packers going with Elijah Moore here. Um, like I said, they need wide receiver help outside of Devontae. Um, that, that's an interesting theory you had about Julio going there. We kind of talked about. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, give me Elijah Moore. I think he can do a lot for him in the wide receiver game. Um, he d- does return stuff as well, so that could help, you know, in a pinch. But so going back to your, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about this earlier, but I wanted to wait till we get back around. Going back to your Julio philosophy, the Packers are fifth worst against the cap this year. Yeah, that's good. Uh, next year, they are second worst against the cap. Okay. And then in 2023, they uh, move up. They are seventh. Okay. So like, <laughs> so, so like you, I don't know where they're gonna put all this money. But, but, like, they, but, but like you said earlier, those are uh, just numbers. Yeah, you can always, just a made up. I, I, I but imagine if you traded your second and let's say if you could trade your second and third or second and fourth to go get Julio, absolutely, and then. Devonte Adams, Julio, and then if you go grab, I had them grabbing Greg Newsom. Are you just um, pulling from the DeAndre Hopkins trade? I just realized that. Is that where the second and the fourth come from? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but Julio is – he's older and now – I mean, that's fair. If it gets DeAndre, it's getting Julio, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, no, DeAndre, that – I'm sorry. Assuming, you're assuming the Falcons are in poor direction. Yeah, you, I was about you to know, say that's – I know I'm, I'm pulling a scab on you, that you one. Know every, it's a valid question. You know every NFL team just hates Bill O'Brien because, like, he – it yeah, he, like reset he ruined the trade like, landscape. What do you do? If, if a second and a fourth is getting to DeAndre, I'm but, pocket you know, change for Julio. But for I mean for Julio, okay, I mean he's a little older, so I mean I I've heard that a second round and then I would throw a third or fourth. So, but if they could, if they got Julio, you have Adams and Julio, and then if you go get a cornerback this year in your first pick, and then that'll replace Kevin King, who is just trash. Oh, dude, he was terrible and then yeah you're looking at a green bay packers team that's super bowl bound with aaron Rodgers and just laughing at jordan love which <laughs> i would love to see so oh. i just don't see you getting julio and still keeping that first round pick. yeah i will if again it, if you're up. a normally but, run I mean, organization and, then, and if that's the case i don't think you draft a, a what about there i think you would get another position. what about two twos then i mean i Again, this this is a guy. You know, he's gonna be thirty three this. He's a little now. I'm not saying by all means he can't go do it. I mean, Julio is a freak. If anybody can play till thirty seven, it's gonna be him. Yeah, but that, the injuries you've already seen the injuries kind of start to linger. So I mean, you have to take that into effect. All right. So That's here that. we are at 
Buffalo Bills, I believe. Maddie B, Sean, one of the Sean, guys, someone in this room. What do we got, uh, Sean? I've said this twice already, uh, so it should come as a surprise to no one. 37 and Zach Ertz to move up to 30. Right? Ah, yes. This gives the Bills, Zach Ertz, an elite weapon. I still believe he's elite. He can't run with the ball after he catches it. <laughs> but he can catch it. But he can once catch he catches it. it, you know what I'm saying? You know, I think he falls quickly. a huge piece uh, for the Bills who are looking to add that little bump up. I think, you know, they got Diggs, who's proven he's awesome. They got the very fast John Brown uh, on the outside. And uh, now you still find that middle. Um, Did they not get Emmanuel Sanders? We got Emmanuel Sanders. Did they get Emmanuel Sanders? I don't know. They got two fast people now. They got Emmanuel Sanders? I think so. Oh, cool. Awesome. Well, there you go. Boom. You got another guy, right? And uh, now you got Zach Ertz. Um, I think you're good there. Eagles used the 30th pick to get Asante Samuel Jr. If that doesn't happen. Yeah. They did. Keep going. If that doesn't happen, um, Jason, oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> You're um, dead set on that one. Yeah, man. I did that last week. I was excited to do it again this year. I'm glad I like going through. Um, you know, uh, maybe a few red flags. You know, he was an edge rusher, didn't got zero sacks last year, but it was only seven games, which again, sounds like a lot. Um, so that, you know, that's a little pause to call, cause to pause. But he's got size, explosiveness, power. Um, I think he has the highest. I think he has the highest ceiling um, of any pass rusher in the class. All right, love it. All right, man. Coming around to thirty-one, second to last in the first. Talk to me about the Kansas City Chiefs, Gregory. How do we feel here at thirty-one? Actually, so no, it's no longer the Kansas. It's, it's, it's no longer it's Kansas Baltimore. City. It is now Baltimore. Oh, that's after right. they just shipped Orlando Brown. So that's embarrassing. Well, talk to me about Baltimore then. Yeah, now that uh, Baltimore is on the clock, um, they just shipped out Orlando Brown. I think they go get another offensive tackle to uh, reassure that line. Uh, they also lost their guard as well. So I think they go get Jackson Carmen, the guard offensive tackle from Clemson. This guy, he's a big mamma jamma, very athletic. <laughs> I mean, he's 340 pounds. Now, he did have some character issues there, but if I think if anybody can straighten him out, Baltimore is a pretty positive yeah. culture there. Yeah. Um, and then, hey, by all means, this guy could turn into your next Orlando Brown, who they got in the third round and, you know, go from there. So that's who I got them uh, taking there. Okay, I could definitely see that. I ha- I had Tevin Jenkins still on my board, so that's mm-hmm. where I went with. But yeah, I think I think O-line's excuse me, where you gotta go with the departure of Orlando Brown. So gotta do something, right? And last but not least to wrap it up. Yeah, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here at 32. Bringing back all 22 starters. Literally everyone. So they have nothing that even A B. Yeah, which is today. crazy. It's a crazy thing to do. And this is the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. Ever. Uh, so I think they kind of went with a down-the-line pick here. Obviously, they have no glaring need. They have everything coming back. So I have them going with Landon Dickerson, the offensive lineman out of Alabama. I know he what tore his ACL on the last play of the last game that he was in, but again, if you return your whole team, he doesn't have to come in and start right away. This is, this is a, we can worry about this next year, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
I believe before the injury, Landon Dickerson was rated fairly high amongst uh, – he was a center, so I think, you know – Yeah, he was, he was rated, one of the, the top centers for yeah. sure. So uh, I think this is just a, a good down-the-line pick for the Bucks. They If they've got everybody back from last year, this year, why not worry about next year then? You know what I mean? It's just yeah how, how the timeline you would think works. So, yeah, no, give me some Landon Dickerson, 32 overall, to round out the first round. Um, it's just crazy to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to bring back everybody. That's... So, I mean, is their slogan, run it back? <laughs> it's got to be. It has to be. If anybody could do it, it'd be them because literally everybody's there. But I, I had them picking uh, the Kentucky linebacker, Jamin Davis. Oh, yeah. Tackling machine. Um, he can cover all sorts of ground. Um, Levante David is getting a little old there. Um, but again, yeah. kind of like what you said is, you know, hey, they have everybody back. Look for the future. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you would have to, right? Yeah. If, if you return all 22 plus a couple more guys. And I mean. So, I mean, they're in a great spot. They can pick whoever they want. Whoever falls, they have the opportunity to pick. That's or crazy. they can just trade back and probably get a second, third round pick. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to want to come back up into the first and you know, there's, there's going to be somebody there that they're going to be like, Oh, we, we have to go get that guy. Yeah. So tons of possibilities for Tampa Bay. I mean, they can literally do anything. It's going to be real interesting to see. All right. We've done it. Another year down, another mock down. Yeah. Ooh. So now we've got to, uh, uh, put these on the board. We'll post them somewhere. And the person who gets the most wrong has to cut off a major limb. Whether it's that. arm or leg, doesn't Pinky. matter to me. Pinky toe. Um, but sawed off at the joint. So. All right. Nah, we'll, we'll, we don't have the wheel anymore. Yeah. The, the wheel of punishment to spin. But we will figure out something. We will post these and whoever... Uh, Whoever gets the most wrong will have some sort of punishment. We'll do the uh, the hot sauce shot challenge, something to that effect. But uh, yeah, man, I'm interested to see, man. It's a, it's been a long time coming, uh, and it's good to have, have some football back. If only for a night. Yes, yeah. yeah. I this is I feel like this has been a pretty hyped draft. Last year's was pretty. I don't know. Yeah, uh, especially the top half of this draft is probably going to be chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for I it. I feel like at any moment there could be a quarterback taken or a trade just to see. So, yeah. if you'll be here, Benavides, if you'll be here tomorrow, I would love to do an emergency pod for the draft, top ten picks. Yeah, and then we'll do Eagles and the Browns. I'm down. If you're here, I'm down. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have to save that Browns ones because it's gonna be like, you know. When you, when you do as good as we do, I don't want to brag or anything. Uh, Listen to this guy. You, know what? you deserve it. Go hey, on. when you do I, as I good as the Texas, we don't even have a pick. That's I, I, Hey, kudos. Oh, baby. Uh, I don't even know. My Xbox Series X is ready for pickup. All right, it's going to be a great day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things in life. I'm me time during the day and drive down and go pick up my Xbox. All right, we're excited about that. Um, all right, well, again, another year down. Appreciate having you guys back. Let's we'll see what happens. And we'll, I imagine we'll be back next week with a, with a recap, if anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Stay tuned. Uh, I, I would like to do that, the, the emergency draft pod tomorrow. I think Absolutely. that'd be nice. Okay, mark it down. And then uh, 
and then we'll see what else we can we can get back on next week and get the hot takes from how it turned out. So I think it should be fairly interesting. Sounds right. good. Go sports. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll call y'all. Have a great night or morning or day or whatever. Whenever you listen to this, enjoy yourselves. <laughs> have a good one. You deserve it. Woo. Right.